while listening to Brother T.L. Smith from Granite City, Illinois, preach on an old cassette tape that I had, I heard him tell a story about him and a friend preaching a tent revival in a city. They were giving a citation one night after their tent revival for using loudspeakers in an area that loudspeakers were not allowed. And while standing before the judge disputing the citation, Brother Smith said he told the judge, But judge, we did not know there was an ordinance against loudspeakers. In which the judge replied quickly and sharply to him, Young man, ignorance of the law is no excuse. This is Daniel Orton, and welcome to the Stay Podcast. Here, my purpose is to strengthen the apostolic why. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Stay Podcast. Appreciate you joining me today. Uh, Daniel Orton here. We're going to talk about an interesting subject here today. Um, Apostle Paul, he wrote to the Corinthian church in 1 Corinthians 14, 38. He said... But if any man be ignorant, let him be ignorant. You know, the whole purpose of this this podcast is to try to help people and give them information that would help them stay connected to the kingdom, stay connected to the church, stay connected to the calling. Now, keep them in church. Keep them in good graces with God. And to be honest with you, this is probably one that has caused a lot of people to miss out and walk away from church. And probably, you know, for people just to, to, that has died and left this world is because they were ignorant. And here's the thing. We, we don't want nobody to call us ignorant. And uh, to be honest, we probably shouldn't call nobody ignorant. But the truth of the matter is we've all been ignorant many times and there's a lot of people out there that's just ignorant. And I know that may sound like a bad word, you know, something we maybe, you know, it's not a curse word by no means, but it's a it's a word that you just don't need to go around telling people, hey, you're ignorant. We look at it in the context of this verse, the word ignorant. If you look at it from the biblical dictionary, the strong dictionary, it means not to know. And then it tags this in through lack of information or intelligence or by implication to ignore, to not know, to not understand, unknown. And here's the thing. We have a world full of people right now. And unfortunately, church people that is ignorant when it comes to the things of God. Because we're, we're living in a time today that, you know, everything's relative. You know, it's, it's nothing's really good or bad. Just do whatever you want to do. Um, we have this agenda that's being pushed so strong right now with the uh, transgender movement and, and uh, people's offended by all kinds of things. But here's the truth of the matter is... This is a very evil world. And there there really is some bad people doing some bad things. And, you know, we, we can't be ignorant to what's going on. 
Because if not, we're going to find ourselves in a bad situation. And if you're not careful, it'll drive you out of the church. It'll, it'll drive you to do things that uh, any human shouldn't do, much less a child of God. And I think that's why, you know, the Apostle Paul said this, you know, if any man be ignorant, let him be ignorant. I mean, he was talking about the context of this. He was talking about some prophecies and prophets and stuff like that. And then basically he's just throwing it out there. So look, you want to be ignorant about it? Be ignorant. Or basically saying, if you want to be unlearned about it, be unlearned. But later he wrote to the Corinthian church in 2 Corinthians 2, 8 through 11. He says this. He says, Wherefore I beseech you that you would confirm your love towards him. For to this end also did I write that I might know the proof of you, whether you be obedient in all things, to whom you forgive anything, I forgive also. For if I forgave anything to whom I forgave, forgave it, for your sakes forgive I it in the person of Christ. He's just kind of telling us about how we need this love and we um, we need to forgive and we need to uh, love the Lord. And then he throws in this, this next part in verse 11. He says, Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we're not ignorant of his devices. Again, the word ignorant, it means to not know through lack of information or intelligence. And if you if you look at the context of this verse, it says devices. That's these devices here means a mental perception, thought, an evil purpose, that which thinks the mind, the thought, purposes. And Paul was letting us know, look, don't uh, he was saying we're not ignorant of his devices, but unfortunately, we have a lot of people that is ignorant of the devil's devices, and they're also ignorant of what the Word of God says. And Paul was kind of telling us, look, don't let Satan, don't let the devil get, take, get an advantage of you because you shouldn't be ignorant of the devices because we've got to be careful. We've got to be aware that the devil is you know, you hear people say, oh, that dumb devil, that dumb devil. Let me tell you that now. The devil's not dumb. And he doesn't sleep. 24-7, he's operating. He's, he's him or some of his um, fallen angels that's with him. He's working, trying to destroy the children of God, the plan of God. He knows that he has a short time, especially in the time that we're living in. And Peter wrote in, in verse Peter 5 and 8, you know, 2,000 years ago, he said, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. He's, he's watching you. He can't read your mind. The devil can't read your mind. But he can read your emotions. He can read your tone of voice. He can tell when you're upset. He can tell when you're agitated. He's been doing this for a long time, working fighting against humanity and he's got some devices that he uses against us i mean jesus said in john 10 10 the thief the devil the thief cometh not but to steal kill and destroy 
And he's trying to steal, he's trying to kill, and he's trying to destroy your life. He's not good enough that he steals uh, your relationship with God, your relationship with others. He wants to kill that. And ultimately, he wants to destroy you and any chance you have of making heaven your home. And if we're ignorant to the fact that the devil is against us, and God has given us the word of God, the law that we can follow, that will help us to live a peaceful, more happier life and ultimately get us to heaven because it's the whole purpose of salvation is that he can bring us back in the right relationship with, with him. And um, we can't just, you know, as you, you've heard me say it through this podcast, you'll hear me say it more, you know, living for God is not about this world. That's why Paul said, if I had hope in this world only, I'd be of all men most miserable. We have hope of eternal life. But the devil, he has some devices. And what we got to do is we can't be ignorant to his devices. And John the Beloved wrote about what some of those devices was, again, 2,000 years ago. But they're so relevant for where we are right now. When he wrote in 1 John 2, 15 through 17, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world, if any love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that's in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, it's not of the Father, but it's of the world. The world passeth away, and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. He's telling us that, you know, he, he uses the lust of our flesh, and the lust of our eyes, and the pride of life. And it's the same tactics that he used, that that's, the devil used, in the Garden of Eden, um, he used these same tactics against Eve. What what she saw was good for food. That's the lust of flesh. It was pleasant to the eyes. That's the lust of the eyes. And it was desirable that, you know, it might make me wiser in this life. That's the pride of life. Satan, he used these same tactics when tempting Jesus in Matthew chapter 4, he said, Command these stones to be made of bread. Now look, there's that lust of the flesh again. He said, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down. There's that pride of life. He told him, he said, Look, look at all these things, and I'll give them to you if, if. The devil uses a lot of ifs in our life. But again, him telling Jesus, I'll give you all these things, that's the lust of the eyes. And today, these Satan is using these same tactics that he used in the Garden of Eden against Adam and Eve, and that he used to try to get Jesus tripped up, which he knew was impossible because it's God manifest in the flesh. But now then, we see this. It's almost like Satan has upped it a little bit because now then, the lust of the flesh is immorality and we have seen so much immorality right now in this world this is a very immoral world and if you're not careful you'll fall into those devices of satan satan and let me be honest with you people are more educated by social media you know tiktok youtube videos facebook shorts instagram all these things we we don't we rely on that stuff, and 
just take for granted that maybe that's what the Word of God says and don't go to the source of the Word of God. And even let's go farther than that. Some people, if you're in a church that maybe doesn't preach the truth or a church that used to preach the truth and it's, it's getting away from it, don't just take your man of God's word for it. As your man of God, your the ministry in your life preaches and teaches to you, write that stuff down, take notes, get the CDs, go back and listen to it. Make sure he's teaching you the truth, okay? We need to know this for ourselves. Don't be ignorant, okay? Don't be ignorant of this because it'll get you in trouble, all right? And, and don't be ignorant of what Satan is doing and also, don't be ignorant of the fact of that we have a word that tells us how to live. But again, the lust of the flesh in our time, we see is this immorality that's running rampant. I mean, sexually immoral people, uh, things that used to be we knew that was wrong. Now people are questioning it. It's just crazy stuff. And then materialism. Man, that is just so rampant right now. Everybody... He has got to keep up with, as you know, saying is, keep up with the Joneses. Everybody's um, perfectly good phones, but when the next one comes out, whether you need it or not, you got to trade it in, you got to get one. People spending hundreds of dollars uh, a month on media and devices and doesn't give to the church. I mean, this is materialism. This is the lust of the eyes, and there's so much more now. For the lust of eyes, we have these devices that just engulf us and suck us in. We got to be careful with it. Don't be ignorant, okay? And then uh, the last one there with that is the pride of life, and we see so much arrogance that's coming from these other other things. It's coming from these immoral people that so concentrated on materialism that it causes a pride of life to get inside of us, and we have to be. So, so very careful with that. And with all that said, um, I want to, I'm not going to be real long with this tonight. I just trying to do better, trying to get back to weekly again. But let me run through these scriptures here real quick in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 17 through 13, 17 through 32. Yeah, that'd be going backwards, right? 17, 13. But Ephesians 4, 17 through 32 says this this i say therefore and testify in the lord that ye henceforth walk not as the other gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind having their understanding darkened being alienated from the life of god through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart we we can't have that ignorance in being alienated from god because when you're separated However, my, my wife said this so much that I've heard her say this so much, and it's truth. When you're not around somebody very much, it's easy to demonize them, especially if you have somebody else telling you things that they do that they're doing, maybe doing or may not be doing, or just in your own imagination. You can demonize somebody, and that's what happens when you get alienated or separated from God. It causes us to become ignorant to who God is and that blindness of our heart, it comes. He goes on to verse 19, um, writing to the Ephesian church, says, who being past feelings have given themselves over to lasciviousness to work 
all uncleanliness with greediness. So he's saying, look, you got to be careful because it'll take you beyond the feeling of this, um, of having feeling and you'll get into this lasciviousness, which is, you know, just immoral thinking and, and all this stuff and uncleanliness and greediness. But he goes on to give some instructions. He says, but you have not so learned in Christ. If so, be that you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. He said that you put off concerning the former conversation the old man which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. And then he says, be renewed in the spirit of your mind that you put on the new man which is after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. He's just given us some instructions of how to not be ignorant to the things of God and to the devices of Satan. He goes on and says, you put on the new man, verse 24, the new man which is after God is created in righteousness, true holiness. Wherefore, put away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Be ye angry, sin not, let not the sun go down on your wrath, neither give place to the devil. Here, here he's letting us know, look, you do all this stuff. Don't. You may get upset, but forgive, release, let that stuff go. Yeah, you, you're going to get angry, but don't, don't let the sun go down on your anger. Get that taken care of. Why is he saying this? Because if you do, it'll get place of the devil. We become ignorant to the fact that that's what the devil wants us to do: be upset. He goes on. He says. Uh, verse 28, let him that stole still no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands, the thing which is good that he may have to give to him that needeth. Let not corrupt communication proceedeth out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace to the hearers. What he's saying, look, let, we don't need to be like the rest of the world and we're communicating with corruptness like everybody else. But instead, let's use our voices, our speech to edify somebody else. And he uses this, this phrase to minister grace to the hearers. In other words, to um, extend, like God extending grace to us, we're extending grace to somebody else. We could be a help to them. And then he gives this powerful statement, verse 30, And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, Holy Ghost is what we like to use, uh, whereby you are sealed into the day of redemption. It's so important that we get this Holy Ghost in our life, okay? And he goes on, and he kind of closes this out with these next few verses here. Let all bitterness, wrath, and anger, clamor, evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Now, I can get really deep and a whole lot of things here, and I'm not going to. Maybe at some point, and I probably have in times with some of the other ones, but here's the bottom line of this. Um, I'm going to title this to probably get some people's attention. Don't be ignorant. There's two things we don't need to be ignorant of, okay? Um, ignorant to the law of God and the devices of Satan. My opening story I, I told about Brother T.L. Smith, I have got a tape. Man, it's in my house somewhere. I need to find it. It's called Fresh Oil. I listened to it. It's a cassette tape for those of you who used to listen to preaching on cassette tapes. 
if I could find it, I'd, I'd promise you I'd listen to it again. But powerful message talking about us getting fresh oil. But he was in there. He told the story about um, being preaching somewhere and the tent revival and loudspeakers going on. And and um, they wasn't supposed to have loudspeakers in that area. They give them a citation. I don't know if it was that night, the next day, but they got a citation for... You know, this is a, a few years back. We don't really see that stuff anymore, but um, maybe it's some places like that. But it was at this place, and, and they give them a citation a ticket, I guess you could say, for having a loudspeaker in an area they shouldn't have. And well, it was a tent revival. Well, they thought they was doing good, but evidently you're going to do good, but not with a loudspeaker. So we're standing before the judge, and they're trying to plead their case. And no doubt the problem was just saying, you know, we're just having revival, and you know, whatever, and and uh, trying to explain their case when he said the judge just flat shut him down and said, young man, ignorance of the law is no excuse. And then, let me, let me tell you that. God has provided for us the Word of God. You look at the Word of God from Genesis to Revelation. It is so powerful, okay? It is so powerful. It is our lifeline. It is how we know who he is, what he does, all about God. The good, the bad, the ugly, okay? Um, because the truth of the matter is, there's all kinds of things in that Bible that some's hard to read and some is glorious to read. But if we're going to make heaven our home, it's going to come through reading that word and understanding that word. Because when you do, you are not ignorant to the law of God and you're also not ignorant of the devices of Satan because contained within that word it has the words to eternal life it has the words that tells you how uh, what will cause you to go to hell it's not a fairy tale it's real it's powerful and if you want to find your way out of the church, um, be ignorant of the law of God and of the devices of Satan. And that'll get you in trouble real fast. So, if I, if I could tell you anything here is, please, look. When we stand before Jesus someday, and it's going to be the same scenario people's going to try to say, but... But this one hurt me, and and I was hurt in church, so I can't I can't go I couldn't go to church, you know, and or I see my mom and dad be a hypocrite, or or you know I just I wanted to have fun, and and I figured that it wouldn't be that serious, and the Lord's gonna He may not say this, but in essence He's gonna say in such a way that look, ignorance of the law is no excuse. It's just like the rich man in hell lift up his eyes and he's seen Lazarus in the bosom of Abraham and he's saying um, in the book of Luke I don't remember which chapter I kind of think it's 17 but I'm not positive but in the book of Luke you'll find that story about the rich man and Lazarus you know Lazarus the beggar died took the bosom of Abraham the rich man died and was taken to, taken to hell and he cried out you know it's just let Lazarus put some drop of water on my tongue I'm tormented here come on help me out and 
So look, you had your chance, you know. You had your opportunity. You were you were ignorant to the fact. He makes this statement in there, the rich man. He said, well, send back some of Moses or the prophet or send, send, send somebody back and let them know, my brothers know, how horrible this place is. He said, just send somebody back. And Abraham makes the statement and said, if somebody comes back from the dead, it's not going to do them no good. They have the prophets. They Basically, he was saying, look, they have the word. And if they're going to be ignorant to it, they're going to be in the same place that you are. And honestly, folks, that's we're, what we'll be. We'll find our place, self in a place called hell, if we're ignorant to the law and ignorant to the devices. You know, we could sit here with a big, long study. I give you a little bit about it some things we didn't need to be ignorant to and and but get in it and find it for yourself don't take my word for it find it for yourself because it's going to be in very important so hey if i can give you encouragement here don't be ignorant don't be ignorant to god's law and don't be ignorant to the devil's devices because both those things will be without excuse because we have the word of god that provides us the information that we need to keep us from being ignorant. Again, ignorant means not to know through lack of information or intelligence. To ignore. Oh, man. Don't ignore God. All right. Okay. Hey, I'm done. I said it's going to be shorter. It looked like I'm about 25 minutes. It is shorter than some. So, but anyway. Uh, hey, share this with somebody. Um, if you... Share it with a friend. Text it to your text groups you have on your phone. Share it on uh, social media. Tell somebody about it. Just somehow, some way. Let's get the word out. And uh, this is a way of sharing the gospel. So, but thank you to everybody. God bless you. Appreciate everybody who listens in. And hopefully, we'll see you back again next week. God bless. Thank you for listening today. If anything you have heard today in this podcast has helped you, why don't you share it with someone you know, a friend or family member, and also consider rating and following us as well. Hope you have a great day. God bless you.